Biggest lesbian, Lesbo, from Lesbos Island. Oh, did you cut off your breast? Oh, definitely sacrificed to the lesbian gods. Oh, God, you gotta shoot that bow and arrow just right. You gotta get it in there. I'm Michael Fell. I'm mm. a big old gay boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, couldn't understand if you were referring to, like, your age or your size. <laughs> in that moment, I was like, <laughs> is he big? A boyish nature? I don't know. It was, it was an interesting moment for me as a lesbian. <laughs> Because I feel like people talk about how much men talk about their dicks, but I don't think sure. you actually were, but I'm just thinking about it now. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about my dick. You're going to talk about it? Oh, no, no, I'm not going to. This Does it have a name? You know what? It doesn't. Oh, uh, you never I mean, did? It, it was female for a long time. There's an interesting What? Fact. Yeah. I, it often was like, really? my, little, my baby girl. People were like, oh, don't, <laughs> say, don't say that. That's... I was like, why not? I kind of like it. <laughs> why not? I mean, it's kind of like... I don't know, I think, sweet and yeah. comforting, maybe. I think I've been shamed out of naming my my dick. Who shamed you? Just, like, the world. <laughs> What's the... Do you have, a, like, a weirdest name that you've ever heard for a dick before? Oh, Charlie? Somebody just flat out Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. I just felt like it was too human. It's name. way too personal. <laughs> yeah. Way too familiar. It's too familiar. <laughs> exactly. It needs to be more exotic if you're going to name it. If you're going to give it, like, a name, because, like, that means, that's basically, like, equating your penis to Madonna, or, like, or like Prince, like, somebody with, like, word. a one name. Sure. You can't just, like, refer to your dick as, like, a one, you're not there. <laughs> you know? We're not at that level you're yet. You're not that, le- I know it's your dick and all, and, like, it can give life, but, like, wow. it's still not hey, Madonna. Hey, in the vagine. Do you have a name for your? No, I just only have a name for my boobs. Just boobs. Yeah, and I named them after these twins that I used to play soccer with in, like, eighth oh, grade. Whoa. Karina and Brianna, if you're listening, <laughs> you're welcome. Shout out. And thank you. Shout out to the names. Karina Shout Brianna. The names. Which one's which? Uh, Karina is the right, Brianna is the left. Did she play, like, right field, left field? Yeah, no, they oh, really did. They really? played right and left midfield. Oh, my God. The, I, I told my best friend Sarah Manley at the time, I was like, this is what needs to happen. Well, to be honest, I'm impressed that I knew that there was such a thing as left and right midfield. Although I didn't say midfield. <laughs> no, you just said left and right, like as if they're just like, like just go, somebody go to the really, left, you go. somebody go to the right. <laughs> You're playing right today. You're, <laughs> You're playing, playing right today. Good for you. Um, and then they interview her later at the Olympics. So um, yeah. what are you really good at? I'm really good at the left. Oh, really good. Just the left. I'm, left, I'm the left-centric football Left. player. <laughs> Football. Well, if you're they the don't European, have female football. They they don't. Well, they have soccer. You like soccer? If we're talking oh, about right. football, football, the ladies can't play. I'm, it's you, too dangerous. I'm sad. Oh, that's fair. I'm sad the Olympics are over. Oh, I'm so I'm super sad. I just missed I missed the Olympic bods. I mean, we can all agree that the Summer Olympics are better because of that. I mean, clearly, we, you can't see what's under all of that ski wear. Too much, yeah. Too much padding. Too, too many much padding. layers. Absolutely. Jesus Christ! The men's diving. Men's diving though is just. Okay, too real for me. here's what I need to know. Yeah. If you had to pick, like, one type of sports body, what would it be? Diver. Really? Yeah. Why do you say the diver? Well, what does the, their body look like? I think it's just because 
They're just super toned. What's his, um... But they're all super toned. It's just well, a matter yeah. of, like, the proportions of... Oh, the, actually, like, I take it back. Maybe soccer. But that's not really... Me too! Oh, I mean, soccer, though. Jesus. A soccer body is, like... Soccer body. It's, like, it seems very, um, evenly proportioned mm. all over. Yeah. Super lean and toned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a lot of muscle. There's You could still yep. have, like, big girls or, like, big guys yep. in there, too. It's not just, like... And they always got good haircuts. They've got great haircuts. And their jerseys are so cute. They're little shorts. Yeah. I just love to watch somebody kick a ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at those legs. Those legs. meaty gams. I don't think I would ever, no offense to anybody out there, but I don't know that I feel the swimmer female body. Sure. It's very much torso. All I see is torso. It's all torso. Wait, you're saying that they are majorly, majority of their body is torso? I really can't even picture their legs. (laughs) But they're strong. They're so strong. Yeah, of course. I mean, I can't say anything. Like, I'm not going anywhere with my life. They're at the Olympics, swimming and fucking whatever. Also, that Olympic village, speaking of fucking. I mean. Damn, I mean, who fucked who? That's what I really want to know. Why don't they report that? Who didn't fuck who? No one. I mean, the what? You're right. It's just got to be crazy pants. Speaking uh, of pants, I'll put my hand on yours. Whoa! <laughs> oh, look at we peaked out real bad. That's going to sound terrible. Mm-hmm. We'll have a microphone next week. It'll be much better with a mic. Yeah, we'll be great with a mic. All right, well, people. So this is a podcast that my friend Sarah and I are doing mm. about um, gay culture and gay history because we are young. We can al- also just say even queer culture. Queer, yeah, very much so. I'm going to go queer all the way here. I like queer a lot. Um, and Because we just want to, we want to, you know... Be knowledgeable about our past. There's no gay history class. There's no queer class in high school. No. We don't know about these things. You have to kind of learn yourself. So we're here to like disseminate the knowledge. The knowledge. We're gonna learn. You're gonna learn with us. Yeah, it's like we're in the um, the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden, but it's it's definitely um, what's his name? Even uh, Steve. No, what Eve, do they it's say? It's not even. It's Adam and Steve. Uh, yes, we're doing Adam. Adam and Steve. We're doing Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Tree of Knowledge featuring Adam, Adam and Steve. Steve. That's the name, maybe. That's maybe the name. Yeah. I feel That's like... That's our, our, like, our tagline. It's our tagline. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to... Also we, brought to you by people who are not qualified to really tell you anything. Anything. No, no, no. But we're, we're like learning as you minutes. learn. Exactly. We're yeah. learning together. It's great. We're kind of diversifying and broadening our <laughs> scopes and horizons. <laughs> so each week we're going to... Sarah and I are going to... There's two segments in our show. One's going to be about history and one's about culture. Mm. And we're going to take turns doing each. This week Sarah's going to do a history section and I'll do a culture section. You've got your book open, so I think maybe you want to go first. Boom. I'll go wanna, first. Let's lay some history on some history. Let's do some history. Do it. Yay, love, with your heart I will play, love. I'm going to lay it down for you people um, out there in the world. I decided to um, research women dressing as men through history and the effects of that. Okay. Um, And mostly I have come to realize the theme of all of this is that women, in order to chase their dreams, had to pose as men. Um, oh. And that's been very interesting, and that still happens today, even with like you got J.K. Rowling, sure. who 
would have gone as Joanne Rowling, but her oh. publisher was like, you can't do that. People won't buy Harry Potter. And I really do wonder, yeah. like, had she done Joanne, would Harry Potter be what Harry Potter is? Oh, that's fascinating. And that, we'll never know the answer to that, because, yeah. like, HP's already out there. HP. HP. I was thinking Amelia Earhart in those big, poofy pants. Oh, those, like, yeah. angular pants. She was looking very butch. So butch. Yeah. And I, the thing that I also don't understand about all of this is, like, all of the women I'm going to mention, I don't know if they were doing it and then they discovered they loved it because mm-hmm. a lot of them continue on as men. Oh, like yeah. behaving like and behaving, like presenting as men. They just live their lives until they die as wow. men. And I don't know if they do that like to protect themselves, obviously for various reasons that I'll get into, or if it's like they discovered like that's how they identify. Sure. Because um, there's no like trans history at yeah, all, or like just, just even like totally, or like yeah. butch lesbian history necessarily either, or anything like that. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's um, what we're here for. Exactly. Boom. Oh, another thing I thought about too when I was um, doing my research on this is the fact that like I don't know how this happened with you in school, but when you learned about like some female authors who either went as anonymous or were under like names under initials. Mm-hmm. Like, my teachers just kind of, like, brushed over that. They were like, and women usually sign themselves as anonymous. Okay, so for your assignment next week. And it's kind of like, I took that as very much, like, face value of, like, that's not a big deal. Like, when you really think about it, like, women could not attach their actual names to things. Because, like, there's a value system there. And uh, I, I wrote this down because I love this quote from Virginia Woolf where she says, I would venture to guess that, Anon, who wrote so many poems without signing their name, was often a woman. Like anonymous? Yeah. Anon. Anon. Sure. Anonymous. Oh, because there are so many. I've seen. Yeah, of course. It's usually so many a, a lady. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, why yeah. they men would have nothing to fear about keep about putting their name out there. In fact, it would be better because they're trying to like develop an image and themselves. And women, I can see, would be detrimental. And people yeah. Would, yeah, that's fascinating. I know. And I just think about. Virginia Woolf, she's true. She's she, I mean, that bitch. She's I'm gonna do a whole other segment on Virginia Woolf <laughs> just by herself because she yeah. is just my lady of ladies. Um, but yeah, so that was something very interesting to think about. Um, yeah. Anyways, so getting down to the actual women that I research, I just want to. <laughs> this was an amazing um, excerpt that I I found, um, and I didn't really dive into it too hard, but that um, in the 19th century there were women who would go into their brother's closets and steal their clothes to go to these dances so they could dance with other women as men. Oh, wow. And I'm like, were those, like, little lesbians? Or, like, did they just want to, like, go out on the town and have a good time and, like, not be, you know, confronted or, like, messed with because they were ladies and stuff? And, like... It's like, would they be allowed out by themselves if they were... Exactly. Right, like, you would I don't think to... at that time that you... you when know, was this, roughly? 19th century. I, I don't know. I sure. didn't go it's further. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I just thought that was so interesting. Um, so the first lady I want to really talk about was this woman named Billy Lee. And she was actually born as Dorothy Lucille Tipton. Um, and she, like, found herself very interested in music at a very early age. And um, she played the piano and the saxophone. And she started dressing as a man and adopted her father's nickname so that she could be in the jazz scene wow. um, very early on. Yep. And she, like, passed as a man for so long, went on tour as a dude, and then eventually, um, she like became she f- like formed the Billy Tipton Trio, okay. and like maintained that forever until she died, 
Um, 50 years later is when they discovered she was a woman. When she died. She died? They, they just pulled that, yeah, they, they, exhuming they, that body like, what's this yeah. there? Oh no. Yeah, and I saw pictures of her and she is dashing. Like this woman oh, is wow. a dashing young man lady. Sure. Lady man. Oh, that's so amazing. She's 50 sexy. years. 50 fucking years. What a great years. name too. Billy, Billy Tipton. Billy Tipton. Orchestra band. <laughs> yeah, um, so I, I was obsessed with her. Huh. And like, I forget that even, like, the music world, obviously, is still dominated by men. Like, no. composers and all this shit, it's, like, mostly male composers. And, like, she just, like, wanted so des- desperately to be a part of the music, so she got her way in there. Um, yeah, so that was Billy Lee. Then we have Murray Hall, who was a politician, and even, like, to the point where, in the late 1800s, she dressed as a man and... Um, registered to vote before women could vote. Oh. So, like, that bitch voted. <laughs> As, like, suffragettes my ass. Yeah, suck my dick, not dick, a suck bad, my big old clit about it. Do you think she just, like, shoved, they just, all these women just, like, shoved tube socks down there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they packed it. They packed, packed their pins. And, like, wrapped their boobs since they had it. Yeah, know, they yeah. taped those boobies. How? And also the thing that's amazing about women is they knew how to sew so well so they could right. make their own suits and their own uniforms oh, and their own whatever. If I can make my own suit, buy Would it. you make your own suit? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God, I would, too, and actually. Nobody knows my, how to tailor my yeah. body but me. Okay. But I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and she was known as the man about town. Oh, my God. She played poker, she drank, and she smoked, and um, yes. she actually, like, eventually developed breast cancer, but she was so afraid that they would find out that she was a woman that she just lived with it until she died. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Okay. Awful. Um, and then... Uh, I like the, the history segments that we're going to do, a lot of them are going to end with that phrase. <laughs> really? And that was... And that was awful. terrible. Okay, great. Um, wow. jump off a bridge. You should be lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you got James Barry, um, who is actually Margaret Ann Bulkley, a child prodigy oh, coming at you. Um, family, her family, um, like, worked so hard so they could put her through medical school because she was so fucking talented. Um, and it was in 1809, and, um, she posed as James Berry, and she was so fucking good at her job, she passed all of the, um, the grueling surgeon exams, and she became the principal medical officer of the British Navy, the British Army, like, all this shit. And she, um, is actually the first person to perform a successful cesarean section without any death. So, like, she's responsible for that technique. That is astounding. Um, yeah, and... Wait, and this was when? Was she... This was 1809. So there was no anesthesia? No. <laughs> oh, my Jesus God. Christ. She just cut them open. She's cutting up a baby! Cutting her! <laughs> just pull that bitch out. Is it... You said... What was her name? His name, her name, J- his name is James Barry. Wasn't that the guy who wrote Peter Pan? That's J.M. Barry. Jane... J.M. J.M. Barry. But like no. B A R R I E. I think oh. this is with a B A R R I. What yeah. if it was the same person? Yeah. She wrote Peter Pan. She ah. birthed some bitches. She's like, by the way, whenever when this gets turned into a play one day, it's Peter Pan's got to be a girl. It got to be a lady. Because oh my God. I'm that's a lady. That's something else we should explore. It's that's like, a great. Why history. is Peter Pan always played by a woman? Why by a woman? Something. Sarah Rule might have beat us there though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. <laughs> okay, and anyways, finally, I will close with this last lady. Um, who, her name is Deborah Sampson, and she is the first woman to take a bullet in, for her country, America. Um, in the American Revolution, she was Whoa. shot in the leg, just like right below the groin, 
And she was so terrified to be found out that she feared being found discovered more than she feared death. Oh. So this bitch took her the her own bullet out of no. her thigh herself. Just. And because she's a lady and she knows how to sew, she sewed herself back Are together. Are you kidding? And just kept going. Wait, she was fighting in the war? Yeah, she was fighting in the war. She posed as a as man a and fought in the war as a soldier in the American Revolution. Got oh. shot the leg, put that bullet out, Jesus and Christ. sewed herself back together. Just? Just because she's a lady and she must carry on. The show must go on for the ladies. That is so um, crazy. Yeah. So that's that's all for the history segment of just ladies dressing as these men. Being so badass. I mean, so badass, but like, also, I want to know if some of them really enjoyed it. I feel like the jazz lady... <laughs> I think she might have been trans. As I said, do you think any of them were trans? Or yeah. Or if you see pictures of these women, yeah, they are they're more than posing. I bet they're stunning. I they're I, gorgeous. I am, they're there's such an illusory like aspect of gender like reversal and like it's so fascinating. It can be it can be so hot too. So hot. It's amazing. I know. Yeah, they were like because to pass as a man for so long and keep doing it. Like, for 50 fucking years, like that jazz lady, Jeez. like, there's some part of you that identifies and connects with that yeah. part of yourself. Yeah. Or else you wouldn't do it. Right. It would be horrible. Yeah. Because, can you imagine posing as a woman? Like, today. Yeah. Pretending to be a woman just to go in to get, I don't know, I don't know what you would need to pose. Basically, like, why would you ever, well, I mean. Why would we need to anymore? But, like. Yeah, there's no need, there's no, like, societal need, I suppose. Not in the same way that these women Facing. Not in the same way. Like, sure, we don't have to dress as men anymore, but we do still have to change our names, like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, it still, still is happening. Hiding and changing. It's just that if J.K. Rowling showed up as a dude, that might be kind of strange <laughs> at this point. Ooh, she might be a hot dude, though. J.K.? J.K. I'm super into her, dude. She's yeah? sexy. Is she really? I'd go down on that. <laughs> you eat out J.K. Rowling. Yeah, fuck yeah. This is your recording. While she read Ooh. Harry Potter oh, to me, Jesus I could go down on her. I don't know which one I would want her to read out loud. What if you like went down on her while you were doing like, Perfect July, there's the world. That's how it sounds like when you're I love that that's how you think when you go down on a woman. It's like motorboating a vagina. Yeah, right? It's like, That's not how it goes. Oh my God, you're going to break your tooth. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so We'll end on the motorboating of J.K. Rowling. What a better way to end. Someday he'll come along, the man I love. And he'll be big and strong, the man I love. And when he comes my way, I'll do the best to make him stay. He'll look at me and smile, I'll understand. Give it to us, Michael. So I'll, uh, my, my, my section this week, I'm going to talk about the new Frank Ocean album that just dropped last week. Ooh. So secret, though, right? So, Tell us about I mean, I, I don't know. In case you don't know about, anything about Frank Ocean, he is remarkable. He is... Um, a rapper, R&B artist. He's part of the uh, Odd Future Collective. Odd Future Wolfgang Kill Them All is the oh, full shit. title. With Tyler, the creator, and all of these people that formed in like 2007, I think, in LA. Mm. Um, they make incredible music. Super, super funny. Very dry. They're like really silly guys. Um, silly guys. These are silly boys. <laughs> and Frank Ocean, among them, uh, in 2012, released an album, Channel Orange, mm-hmm. which... In the pre-release, a lot of it was getting a lot of press because of the pronoun usage. Like there, a lot of the songs were referencing like he, hims and he's, and 
this is right before it was released, and people were kind of like, what, what is he writing about? Is, he, is this guy gay? Is this rap, black rapper gay? That I mean, that's never happened before. That, never. that world is so... Untapped. Yeah, so untapped. As we like saw this preview from Moonlight. Oh my god, I can't movie. wait. Can't wait. Okay. Uh, but he, so he was asked before, I think maybe after the album came out, he post right, right sorry so right before or after the album came out he had a post on his Tumblr mm-hmm. that was t- that said the first time he fell in love with someone was with a man <gasps> and so officially from him like was this like gay relationship and it like shed a whole new light on this brilliant album I love Channel Orange so much I know literally I know every word to every oh, song I've never listened to it oh well I'll get you I'll get you it's, oh, it's so so <laughs> good I can't wait yeah there's like yeah, I know Frank Ocean was kind of gay yeah he's he's pretty gay. And, and what's interesting is he's always, he's not like, this is always the thing with like, he, gay icons, not especially mm. in the music scene, is like, how are they using their like, uh, visibility to like, oh, enhance yeah. the gay cause? Are they, are they not? People like, um, uh, what's his name? The British dude who sings all the Sam sad. Smith. Sam Smith, thank you, is gay and is like, really doesn't like talking about it. Yeah, and no, it, he doesn't. It makes some people angry and it kind of makes me angry too. I'm like, you have this power this platform and you're going to shy away from it. I get it. Come on. I'm maybe, I, but I understand also that people are, you know, private and blah, blah, blah. But so Frank Ocean such a hard line. came out right before his 12th, uh, his album in 2012, Channel Orange. Um, and uh, right after that, he was asked by GQ, uh, a GQ interview asked if he was bisexual and he said this, I'll respectfully say that life is dynamic and comes along with dynamic experiences. And the same sentiment that I have towards genres of music, I have towards a lot of labels and boxes and shit. Oh. And so I was like, whoa. So he's... He's he, all over the map. He's all over the place. He's like he's like Pansexual. queer in a lot of ways. Yes. He's saying like very anti-labels. His music can't really even be labeled. Like 2012's Channel Orange was pretty hip-hop-y, pretty like R&B stuff. This, his new album... Blonde. You've listened to the whole thing? I've listened to the whole thing like five times. It was kind of inaccessible at first. I First of all, it's inaccessible because, first of all, it was only released on iTunes. And oh, I ditched yeah. my iTunes like subscription service a while ago for Spotify. And so I was like, so I went on Spotify and it wasn't there, which is sad. But I just ended up buying it from iTunes. Yeah. Just because it's, I was going to buy it anyway. And, um, so it'll come, to, it'll come to Spotify eventually, I think. Okay, cool. He's not doing a Beyonce or he's not, I don't think he's doing a Beyonce. Not like a Kanye fucked. thing. I'm gonna no. get it, but I don't get it. Well, he but but like Beyonce, and she's also on like kind of unaccredited. She assisted on a few of the songs in this album. What? Because he released this album along with a video series, kind of like Lemonade, but not quite as much, and also a uh, a magazine. So it was like, a, and the magazine's called Boys Don't Cry. And that, so all three of these like medias were released at the same time last oh, week. Fuck, this whole thing that the music industry is doing—they're trying to diversify, like, mm, like figure out how to launch. How to music. get it in people's hands? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, that's amazing. He's incredible. I mean, he's like super incredible. So, I, I used to think like, um, like, so is he using his platform as a gay man? And this album—the word "gay" only ha- comes up once. In the whole thing, really? Yeah. Why? Why? What is he he's, saying? It's it's one of these like intercalary mo- or interstitial kind of like dialogue bits that come between the songs. One mm-hmm. of them is like a mother telling her kid not to do drugs, which is funny because he talks about doing drugs the whole album. <laughs> like he does a lot of drugs in this album. Um, and one of them is him talking about this guy he hooked up with in New York, in <gasps> New York, 
who, but he's like, we didn't jive. Like, he wa- he wanted just a fun night. I want something serious. And he took oh. me to a gay bar, and it was, like, not that great. Oh, so he says gay So he bar. says gay. It's in reference to gay bar. But the pronouns are all there, and... But he's not so interested in, in like, being that, op- that like, demanding or in your face about it. He's more about, like, queering everything and blurring lines of all over the place. I love that. Yeah. I mean, this is another great one. He, um, he's obsessed with cars. Mm-hmm. He's, like, a big car freak. And a lot of the lyrics in his new album are reference to cars. And he's uh, said this in reference to cars. Um, Raph Simons once told me that it was cliche, my whole car obsession. Maybe it links to a deep subconscious straight boy fantasy. Consciously, though, I don't want straight. A little bent is good. <gasps> oh, that's perfect. That's a perfect way to put it. Isn't that beautiful? I don't want straight. A little bent is good. A little yeah. bent is good. And I think, like, in, in, our, in the world, I think... In the 21st century, baby, is 2016. We're trying to get all queer up in here. And I want, you know, like, straight is boring. Who cares? I want yeah, like, a world that is gray and miss messy. The place. Yeah. Obviously. And his music is super good and uh, very much, like, leaning towards that genre-defining or bending. It doesn't, the new album doesn't really fit nicely in any of, any genre category. There's a song that's gorgeous. Maybe I'll play a sample of it here. That is, or not, uh, that is just him. It's just him doing vocals over an organ. Oh, my that. God. It's so minimal. It's like, how is this a rap uh, album? What's your favorite really. song? Probably so that, uh, it's called um, uh, Solo, perhaps. Because so. it's called so, S-O-L-O. But it's a double entendre by like being on your, on your, by yourself solo and also being like so low. Oh, and you're like in the pits. Shit. And then there, it, there's a reprise of it later in the album, which is, Done by Andre 3000. Oh my god. He's like sick. He's so, so good. It's a I great did a verse. music video for Andre. <laughs> Shut up. What? Yeah, it's another Wait, episode. Outcast? Andre? Yes. You were in a fucking Outcast video? Yeah, dude. He came to SCAD. He did a thing. We were all in it in jumpsuits. It was weird. I love him. I mean, yeah, he was great. Did you meet him? No, I didn't meet him. Oh, you were just in the video. I was just in the video. Damn, son. That's, which one was it called? We gotta check that out. I don't even know what it's called. Oh. <laughs> no, I just was in it, literally in a jumpsuit. Sure. And I was like, sure, I'll do this for five stuff. seconds. Nice. Oh, that's your little food. Ooh, like, it's crazy. Oh, like we're playing footsie the whole time we've been, we've been recording. <laughs> so we're going to fuck after it. I mean, we're not really going to do that at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's all I got about Frank. I mean, check oh, it out. Shit, that's awesome. The album's called it. Blonde, without an E. B-L-O-N-D. Oh, yeah, that's sassy. It's queer, isn't it? It's queer af. Queer no, we're changing the spelling of things. But the queers are taking over. We're taking over. And we're gonna change the spelling. Cause why not? Trot with your boy on a on yacht. On a yacht. For sure. Shot. That's not a real. Give it in my bot. Bot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this has been uh, an episode. It's been an episode. I don't know. What do you think? Should we hash it out right now? We can always cut this part out. What do you want to hash out? What are we going to be called? Oh, we got to decide right now. Decide before that. We have two minutes to decide. Gun to your head. Let's get really real about this. Okay. Gun to your head. What is it? Gun to your head. It's whole millennials, but I don't love them. It's whole millennials. It's whole millennials. Is it whole millennials? We'll do it for now. We're going to do a test run as whole millennials. Whole millennials. That's we're going to do a test run for the next uh, two weeks. Yeah, we'll call it whole millennials. Two weeks for whole millennials, and then we'll see what happens. We'll pull the. The audience. We'll, we'll, the, we'll, we'll pull the people. We'll pull the people. Pulling the people. We'll call a friend. We'll get a 50-50. All of the We'll get a 50-50. Regis Philbin's coming down. We'll get the audience. Exactly. What is that show now? Do we know? Isn't Regis Philbin dead? <laughs> no. He didn't die? No, Regis is kicking. He's still alive. He's golfing. You know, he's doing his thing. 
Remember Regis and Kelly? Okay. I mean, duh. Of course I remember Yeah, he would do like the... Oh, he was crazy. Crazy. Who the fuck is... Like, if we like looked at like how he got to where he was, like who Literally. was he as a five-year-old? Can you imagine him as I, a five-year-old? I imagine him just being exactly the same as he looks now, but only like three feet tall. Me too! He's like... He, he's always been like that weird ah. smile. Yeah, he's like... Squinty-eyed and the little cloth at the front of... Get out of here, I don't know, that's more... Who are you? <laughs> Imitating. <laughs> that is not what Regis sounds like. What is he? I have no idea. I can't. I don't know who you're doing. <laughs> no, it's more than... <laughs> I'm going to give he's up. Like, he's like a... Kelly Ripper! Like, he sounds like he's Kelly like... Kelly Ripper! Like he sounds gonna, like yeah, he's going to explode. explode. <laughs> <laughs> he's running out of breath. Yeah. Support. So I guess what we're trying to say is next week we have guest star Regis Feldman. Regis Feldman's coming into the He's studio. coming into the studio. <laughs> that dude coming into the studio. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. We'll come out. Yeah. We'll come out. Stuff. We'll figure it out, dudes. Um, we'll figure it out. We're working it out. All right. Peace, love. Blessings. Blessings on all you queer little babies. How do I know?